What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of my podcast, Unleashed. It has been a long fucking time since I last did this episode. And I'm actually really excited for this one because this is my first ever actual Vegas nightlife episode. Surprised I haven't done it yet, but we have a very special guest. And if you'd like to introduce yourself, go ahead. What's up, everybody? Uh, my name is Norman. I am a nightclub promoter for Excess and Encore Beach Club. Uh, what else do you want me to say about the intro? I was checking out your Instagram, yeah. and you're originally from Hawaii. Is that right? Is that where you were born at? Yes, from Hawaii. I I promoted in Hawaii actually when I was 19. I guess how I started, I think it was I was 17 years old. I I like knew somebody, and I didn't even know the guy's name for real. Like I just know his name. Like I didn't even know him. Uh, some guy I worked with said, "If you drop this guy's name at the door." to let you in so it was me and my one friend we're 17 we're seniors in high school is it 18 and over club okay. and he like we just like snuck in got into the club fell in love everything about it okay so 19 to 24 i promoted it in hawaii i moved to vegas because i always wanted to work at the industry here but when i first got to vegas i had a job lined up uh, this guy, like, I think he was like a manager at, at Dre's at the time. And he was also from Hawaii and he said, he can get me a job. I got here. I texted him. I said, so do I just apply? Do I just drop your name? He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that. Didn't get the job, but I always played poker and I played poker in Hawaii for actually for the majority of the, the majority of the money that I made was always from poker. So 24 to 28. All I did was play cards in Vegas. So how long were you yep. here before? Like, what age did you move here? And then how long were you uh, uh, doing that before you actually got a job in the nightlife industry here? 24 is when I moved to Vegas. And then 2019 is when I started. Uh, that's when I was 28. Is when I started at XS. And this is going to be my third. Okay, well, minus COVID year. This is going to be my third season in industry. So I had one full year of promoting. And then right when pool season was about to start, then COVID happened, March 2020. Right, yeah. And this is going to be my third pool season for Vegas. So, right, so, so let's go back to like your first year as a promoter here in Vegas. What were your thoughts going into it? What did you, what was the differences between here and Hawaii, for example, like when it comes to promoting? Because I know when I started out, like it is very different from Houston, Texas. Like that's where I'm from, like uh, we were talking about earlier. And so when I got here, I was unprepared. Honestly, when I first started, they really didn't train me well. So it was kind of like a massive learning curve. And, and pre-COVID, there was actually... I mean, you started before pre-COVID, so it was like fucking swamped with promoters everywhere. There was Dre's promoters, rehab promoters, wind promoters, Takasan, ta like all the promoters were just on the strip. But so what was your first year like when you first started? What did you think? What was your mindset? What problems did you have? Things like that. Promoting in Vegas is very different from Hawaii because in Hawaii, it's all local base. Mm -hmm. Like in Vegas, it's all tourist base. 
in Vegas, it's all about funneling the traffic that hits the strip to go to your, your venue. That's what Vegas is about. But in Hawaii, it's just about, you just go out a ton, you meet locals, and if the locals like you and trust you, then they'll go to your venue. Also, your venue has to have a good party, but like, that's, that's one element. Those are two elements that need to be, that need to be like a part of the equation. You know, they, they both need to be flowing. Yes, in the beginning, you just hit the strip. And what I understood what the game was before was you just hit the strip so hard for X amount of hours, right? Maybe, yeah, everyone's gonna have different amount of time frame, but like, I wanna say it's a certain amount of hours worked on the strip before you have enough of a network that can feed itself, right? So it might be like two years, you're just on the strip, talk to as many people as possible right and as long as you're good what i mean by good is you're not being like a shady promoter you're not lying to your groups you're delivering what is promised because now your referrals will you you will have referrals you're not gonna have referrals if you're lying to your groups so like yeah you know that was a problem that i saw a lot too it was some promoters they would uh ask their groups like um well they would they have a, a specific club they promote for and if right. that club was, was EDM, but you had a group that liked hip hop, they would still be like, oh, well, this club is hip hop. So you want to come. And then the group gets there and they're like, dude, this is fucking EDM. Right. And then you just lost like a client and a referral. So I definitely, you know, and there's see a been, lot of that. This is an even bigger thing for Hakkasan promoters because Hakkasan promoters, for many reasons, would develop lying promoters. So one, you guys had requirements. You guys had a home venue. So you guys had the home venue requirements and you guys had requirements for, for hitting specific uh, venues. Like, yeah. so that's one, you, you had pressure to perform on places that you might not have groups for, okay? That's one. Two, Hakkasan management tells their promoters not to talk about other venues. So it's like almost unallowed, but that's, that, is, that is horrible promoting. That's horrible yeah. fucking promoting because if you tell if you tell this group that you meet on the strip oh i got wet republic hakasan and omnia and then these are the all the options you give them but what if this what if this group is a die hard chain smoker fan what if the fucking bride what if the birthday girl is a die hard chain smoker fan right mm -hmm. so they got your number yeah they want to see steve, steve aoki at omnia sure yeah they may want to see cascade at wet republic sure right but then they find out, oh, yo, like the bride is a chain smoker, diehard fan. That's where we're gonna go, okay? Yeah. So they got your number on the strip, but then they they find me or another excess promoter down down the strip, only five minutes down, five minute walk down the strip. What are they gonna do? They're gonna fucking ghost you. Like, that's that's what they have to do. They have to ghost you because it's easier to ghost a stranger, but they're gonna go where they're gonna have to, where they're where they're gonna go. Or you can give the group all the options on the strip. This is everything on the strip. This is what's free. This is what's not free. This is where only girls are free. This is where there's a guest list. This is where there's not a guest list. And then they'll go through you for everything. And you just feed the guys that you work with at every venue. Like that's how it should be because that's being the best promoter. You know, yeah. but no one's going to tell you that in the beginning. You got to kind of, there's a lot of things in Vegas that are like low key or unspoken 
Mm-hmm. Um, there's like a lot of rules and there's a lot of secrets that no one really says up front. It is something that you kind of have to figure out in the beginning. Yeah. Um, so, so how was your, your training when you first started? Because I, I can tell you mine was just like, basically, they threw you out there and then you're like, all right, just talk to people. I'm like, right. <laughs> what? Well, like, oh, okay. It depends on who. Like, so it depends on who. It depends on who the manager was. So I, I asked every promoter at Excess. When I first started in 2019, there was 30 promoters mm-hmm. and none of them hit the fucking strip. Like none of the excess promoters were on the strip. Wait, 30 uh, promoters just for the wind group or in like, wind group. okay. Wind group had yeah, about 30. Yeah. Wind group had about 30 before. We had about 60, man, at Hawkinson group. It was fucking insane. Yeah, but you guys have a lot of venues. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I asked every promoter on my team if I could shadow them. Mm. And I think 90% of them said no. <laughs> like really? Wow. Well, now now, now I know the reason is because they weren't on the strip. But only I think it was DC. Really, really sad. DC is the one who trained me at XS. DC is the one who passed away. I just kind of started picking the brains of all the other promoters. And then I kind of just like picked the things that I liked from each promoter right and it's never really perfect but you're always just trying to make it the best so so your first year uh you're learning out like just like everybody else that starts out what did you think about the perks because when i first got here when i first visited vegas um i got here and i was with my girlfriend at the time and i was like fuck yeah we're here in vegas but then it's like uh where do i go what do i do now like it was a very spontaneous trip and I didn't know where the clubs were. I didn't know where anything was. And we actually found a promoter who got us into Omnia. It was a Tuesday. And that was the first time I went to Vegas. And I actually couldn't get in because my ID had just expired. Some good advice that people need to hear because um, you want to have uh, a actual ID that is up to date or passport. Because right. I do want to give advice to people who are coming to Vegas because we get a lot of the same questions all the time as promoters. Yeah, it's so, broken record. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a good one. Make sure your ID is up to date. Make sure you have a passport, something like that. Um, but then my first year in Vegas, man, I, I got to be honest, like, I'm still appreciative of the fact that, like, we get to see all this shit for free, man. Like, I would have never guessed yes. when I was in Houston, Texas, like, fucking chain smokers for free, big, like, at the time, Big Sean for free, you know, at Dre's, Snoop right. for free, fucking right. everything, man. So, and uh, what was um, your experience like with that? What were you most excited about? What did you like the best about Vegas nightlife and promoting? Okay, well, there's there's Vegas nightlife that I've I've experienced Vegas nightlife when I first turned 21. So this is before I promoted in Vegas. This is before I lived in Vegas. Right. It was just awesome. Um, big big differences between Vegas and Hawaii. Vegas has hella girls. Like, <laughs> well, Hawaii doesn't. Not in the clubs. Like in the clubs, <laughs> the ratio is like, the ratio is like five guys to one girl. Oh shit! Wow. Maybe six. Like it's not it's not a good ratio, and that's just standard. That's just how it was. Like, there's more guys that want to go out every week than than girls. That's just how it is in Hawaii. In Hawaii, you kind of just tell everybody to show up, mm-hmm. and in Vegas, there's so many people, so they can be selective at the door. They yeah. can tell people no. They can tell the bum dudes like it's all dudes that don't want to pay no. Like they can just tell them no. But in Hawaii, we don't have enough people in the club. So you just gotta, you can take what you can get, you know, like that's, that's how it, that's how it was. 
first time I went to Marquee, there was literally more girls in the club than guys. I'm was 30. that the first club you went to? Yeah, that was the first nightclub we went to. Oh, fuck. That was like, that's 10 years ago. Yeah. That was 10 years ago. I was 21. We, when we first got into Marquee, there was like actually more girls than guys. It was, it was, it was like, wow, like, like wow, this, how do they do this here? Like, how do, how do they have this fucking girls here? Is that a fucking open bar too they had, man? That open bar for an hour they had for women? They had that back then. Oh, okay. Sure. Marquee was still very new. Um, so I don't yeah. think that there was open bar. But we, we, came with a, we came with a bunch of dudes and we just bought bottles. And we split like, it was like 250 a piece or something like that. And then only got us like three bottles. We smashed the bottles so fast. And I met these two girls on the dance floor. I tried to bring them back to the table and there was no more bottles. I was, I was like, oh my God, this is so good. <laughs> like, she was like, oh, where are you guys, where are you, where are you guys staying? I was like, oh, and I didn't know any better. It's my first time in Vegas, like ever. I'm like, oh yeah, we're staying at Flamingo, you know? Like, she's like, she had like this like, ew face. So oh, like, man. I like that I hotel. I don't, I don't I care know. what people I say. I, I like it. I like it. And and their pool, man. Their, the Flamingo pool, that the pool is fucking badass. I like it. Oh, their pool? No. Okay. Only on Monday, Tuesdays, Wednesdays. That's it. You shouldn't <laughs> be there on a Friday or Saturday. Like, you should not be there on a Saturday or Sunday. What's your most favorite thing about what you do now? Like, has it changed any? Um, do you have something specific that you like? Because me, personally, I like, man, I, I love meeting new people. I love cultures. I love that Vegas brings people from all over the world to come here and I get to meet them. Um, so like, what are your top clubs, the top clubs here in your opinion? And what do you like about them? Okay. The best clubs are the same clubs that when anybody texts me, I always give these recommendations. Excess and Omnia are the best nightclubs in Las Vegas and the best Dre's is the best hip hop club, obviously, but they don't have a guest list and day clubs i have not been to tau beach yet so i can't speak on tau beach i heard i hear it's beautiful i hear it's nice i um, like it the, the vibe is like a uh, a backyard party but it's it's like a themed really cool backyard party it's like uh it's not like a like a doesn't have that day club typical feel to it it has more like a more intimate setting but mm, it still goes really yeah. popping but I, I do agree with you. Dre's obviously best hip hop club, best best hip hop acts in Vegas. Uh, like amazing view if you go outside on the patio. Yeah, or that that thirteen looking over the strip in the uh, the outside area is fucking amazing. Excess, um, one of my top favorites as well. Omnia, one of my top favorites. Encore Beach Club, like you said, like Encore best. Beach Club is the best pool party. Excess um, yes. and Omnia are the best nightclubs, and then Dre's is the best hip hop club. I mean these you really cannot go wrong with these recommendations. Like, yeah. regard and regardless of the DJ, even if you, regardless of the music, even if you like hip hop, go to Encore on a Saturday day, you're going to have fun. Yeah. Everybody has fun. Saturday day, Encore Beach Club, that is probably, probably the best party in Las Vegas. And, but I, I, I think day clubs are better than nightclubs. Like, really, I, I, I can't do it, man. Like, I, I like them, but dude, I end up so fucking exhausted. Like, this Sunday when I saw you at Encore Beach yes, Club, dude, you're exhausted, but like, <laughs> it, what, what I it's 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 different. Day clubs in Vegas, they're special. Pool parties in Vegas are, are some other, there's another beast. Like, yeah. you have other nightclubs in, a, in your other hometown city, and Vegas is just a very, very big and grand version of that nightclub, mm-hmm. but there is nothing like the day clubs like we had pool parties in hawaii like we had like the bacardi pool party in hawaii that's thrown like twice a year it is not even close not even close to a to a pool party in in in, in vegas i'm not even, i'm not even talking about encore 
like and encore like okay encore has about a 4000 person capacity there's about 100 tables so there's about 600 guys you know at encore on a saturday day full like sold out saturday day that's like 3300 girls you know give or take it's a lot of girls so and <laughs> girls and guys both like a lot of girls at a party this matters, especially to all the listeners that are dudes. They're like, hey, where can we, we got, we got five guys. Where can we get in for free for a pool party? Historically, Wet Republic was the only place that you can get in with no girls. But when you get there, there's a bunch of dudes. Like, so don't be upset. Same, same thing with Hakkasan now. Hakkasan now is the only club. Okay, well, it's sometimes Zook. Actually, every time Zook now. But yeah. for right Omni, now. Omnia still does too, though. Omnia still does as well. So... I guess uh last question just because I want to help everybody with the with you know the common questions they get. Guest list, what advice would you give before they come to Vegas? People who haven't been on, obviously you have some people who still think, no, nah, that, that's it's fake, it's not free, nothing's free. Like, what advice do you want to give them? Okay, the guest list is definitely a real thing. Um Las Vegas nightclubs are very big, and this is why they have a free guest list. Uh like our capacity is. I mean, a lot of the clubs are like one to 4,000 capacity. They're, they're massive, you know? So they have to fill the club up with that, that empty space. And that's what, the, that's what the guest list is for. They make their money back, obviously, at the bar. The drinks are not cheap in Vegas. Drinks are, the, the cheapest drink that you can get in Vegas is $20. You know, the average drink is 25. That's why, that's why you guys can get in for free, as long as you guys arrive on time and all that. Oh, okay, but I guess what I would say is find a good promoter and then stick with him. If you find, once you find a good promoter, stick with that good promoter. That's like one of the better advice things because the guesses is a real thing, yes, but it is hard to find a good promoter if you're new to Vegas. It's not, requ- it's not necessary to find a promoter before you go to Vegas, but it's good to so that you can kind of plan it, like plan ahead. Man, uh, I, I'll tell you one thing that I dislike is when, um, so if you're with somebody new uh, and they're coming to Vegas or whatever, they message you and they're like, hey, what's popping? I'm coming on Friday and Saturday. And so you're like, okay, yeah, let, let me show you. Let me send you a list. This is all the clubs going on, all the day clubs and nightclubs. Right. And we do have guest right. lists for this one, this one, this one, this one, this one. And at the end of it, they're like, oh, cool. Can you just put us on everything just so we can have all the options? I'm like, nah. What do, you, what do you tell them when they when they ask for everything i usually start with like well do you guys prefer like hip-hop or edm i start with that mm-hmm. and and i tell them that way i can make the best recommendations for you and uh if they say something like that i say well uh chances are you probably won't make it to all of them um well, but you if you guys make it to all of them you can yeah. maybe make it to two of them you can maybe yeah make it to that's, that's typically what i say yeah you, you probably I, I can choose uh if you guys want to pick two or three at at most three at most i can do that for you but um, I would start with this yeah. option, this option, no, that's, this option. I think that's I think that's exactly how you should do it. Like you should you should narrow it down to two or three options, um, because you're not gonna make it to multiple clubs. Yeah. Like unless you get to the first club, if unless you get to the first club at open and then you leave after an hour, then that's the only way that you can maybe get into the other club. And and this only really works if you're an all girl group, because then you have a longer window of time to get in for free to the second venue but you're not going to see both headliners because the headliners both get on at 1 a.m so you're 
basically you're only doing it just to club hop to either use the open bar or to just check out an, another venue just because you want to check out multiple venues. Which that is, is another good tip right there that you said about the open bar. Um, so this is for the women. If you guys are all girl groups and you guys want to want to club hop a little bit, they do have open bars at Tao. Uh, Marquee about half the time. Zook, they do it about half the time. Uh, just make sure to get with your promoter. So if you guys want to start with that. So that's a definitely good point that you just made about that. Right. So, so what are the best nightlife acts that you've seen so far that, since you've been here in Las Vegas? What are your top favorite of all time, like most fucking like explosive, energetic, most fun that you've seen so far? At Dre's, Ray Shremard. Ray Shremard is my favorite. I mean, Sway Lee, man. He's, he's cool, man. These guys are cool. Really good. Really high energy performance. Um, xs right now i want to say it's marshmallow like because he plays a lot of hip-hop and it sounds like i like like hip-hop right now but i mean i i like edm a little more than i like hip-hop i'd rather be at xs than anywhere else for sure but because i don't get hip-hop a lot because i work at xs when i do finally get it it is very refreshing so when i hear really good hip-hop sets like um dj5 he's like really slept on like he's like yeah. a local dj i do like the chain smokers it sounds like okay like to anybody who's not seen the chain smokers live you would think that it's gonna be some really really sing-along type of fucking set because if you if you go on spotify and you click in chain smokers and you listen to what spotify plays it's gonna be a bunch of poppy stuff yeah. but that is not what their set live sounds like not like yes they play some of these songs but they go through like lit edm and then they transfer into like their pop sing-along stuff and then they transfer into a little bit of hip-hop too like the chain smokers kind of play everything but country uh but just know that it is high energy like like yeah. marshmallow the chain smokers zed like these guys have really high energy sets they're very very good you don't feel like sitting down. You feel like you want to dance and jump around. It's, it's, that's, that's kind of what I want all the time. You know, mm -hmm. Tiesto, I've had, I have mixed feelings about Tiesto. I've seen him put on a lot of like, I, I, I want to say lazy sets, mm -hmm. but I have seen him. Like, I think it was last year for his birthday and it was so good that i just like found like a new love for him again <laughs> who else is really good in vegas uh while, while you're thinking i thought uh, that was a good point that i did want to share is that if you listen to their music like you said chain smokers or whoever right. else a lot of times they'll actually mix it up a lot like when i like yes. elenium elenium for example like if you listen to his right. stuff it's yes. very fucking mellow and i, I love elenium sing along but, yeah cry yeah. a little bit <laughs> Yeah, yeah like, but when you see him in the club, he is just, it's fucking, I'm like, am I seeing the same person? But it's just electrifying. Like, Omnia, Elenium, that's one of my mm -hmm. favorite acts to see. He, he's playing EDC Yeah, on Thursday. Yeah. I think it's Hakkasan. It's Omnia, yeah. Oh, it's Omnia. Then maybe I can go to that one. Dude, I, I, I don't, like, officially work Thursday, so. Did you get a chance to see Drake when he came? I saw Drake every time he came. Oh shit! See that that's fucked up because you know when he was at Hakkasan Group, um, Drake came to I think uh, he was at Hakkasan. I think he came to Omnia. I'm not sure about that one, but they told the he promoters. Marquee a really long time. When did he perform at Hakkasan? 
that was uh probably 2017 or 18 somewhere around there because that's when around mm-hmm. when i started it was the first year that i started they told the promoters that they couldn't come because it was going to be you know too packed out and stuff i'm like dude how you gonna Damn, not let your told promoters the they, they told come? the promoters you can't come so don't ask i was like that's fucked up and then they had they had I don't know, man. That's why I always liked Win Group because y'all seem like they treat y'all like so fucking good. Like y'all get massages like every day or some shit. Like, man, they it seems like they treat y'all like royalty. Hakusan okay, just well, like... <laughs> I wouldn't say royalty. Um, Compared to Hakusan Group. We have the most freedom. This okay. is correct. Like, we don't have spot checks. We don't have... We don't have to be on the strip. As long as we perform, we can... We can we can just they let us do kind of almost whatever. This is good and bad. Good is yes, we have our freedom, so we can be productive if we want. But you could also be lazy if you want. Yeah. We have a lot of lazy promoters, even at our even on our team. Generally, if you wanted to become a promoter, I would recommend working for Hakusan Group first. Bro, they're fucking hustlers. They train you to be fucking machines yes, out there, man. Because they train you they they train you to not be lazy. If you start yeah. at excess, you might just be lazy, like mm. because there's room to you're allowed to be, mm-hmm. you know. So not everyone's gonna be like oh like work 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 all the time all the time, yeah. Um, and and it and it shows. I'll say one thing I hated about the spot check shit that you're talking about because uh, people listening, what they used to do is they would uh, you have they, they would tell you assign you a spot to be on the strip, and you would have to be there, and they would check in. Like the managers would message you, hey, where you at? How many people do you have? Like constantly, all the time. And if you weren't in your spot, then you would be you'll get in trouble for it. So one of my one of my thing uh, things that I hated the most was fucking when it was during the summer in that 115, 110 degree heat, you would have to stay in that spot for hours, baking in the sun. And if you moved, they you you would catch hell for it. Like, man, you you have to ask to go to the bathroom, have to ask to get water. It, it, uh, it's just fucking just man, man. yeah but I, I i don't agree with all of the 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 strategies that hakasan implemented with their promoting mm-hmm. but it does teach people not to be lazy that's for sure yeah. so a couple more things before we uh start wrapping it up actually i guess this is mm-hmm. a common one how does table service work so i thought we'd go over this uh with you know people listening right now um so bottle service if you want to explain the minimums and all that type of stuff as well Okay, so bottle service is what you would consider VIP in Las Vegas. You wait in a shorter line. You guys get a section um, in the nightclub. The higher the minimum, the better the section is. Each section can, pro- like, it w- it'll provide seating for a certain amount of people, anywhere from six to 10 people on average. Uh, the lowest minimums in Vegas usually starts at, like, anywhere from 1,000 to 1,500 minimum. This is going to be at the non-more premium clubs like uh, Town Nightclub, Jewel Nightclub, um, Light Nightclub. Or the less known DJs as well. When, when they perform, you'll have uh, less expensive tables as well. Right, exactly. And then so places like Excess and Omnia, Encore Beach Club Saturday Day, Tau Beach Saturday Day, if they, especially if they have something like Elenium, then the minimums are going to be higher. So the, the, the cheapest minimums are at uh, the cheapest minimums at the most expensive place are at Encore, and that's Encore Saturday day. They're starting at 25, and that's right now. So, like during peak summer, it's going to be like the, the cheapest table that you can get is 3,000 minimum. 
Now keep in mind, the minimums are just the minimum required to spend to get the table. So it's not a fee and then you buy alcohol separately. It's you need to spend that much money in alcohol to, to get that table. Mm -hmm. So you can, you can spend it on water bottles if you want. If you want to spend $2,000 worth of water bottles, you can do it, like, <laughs> in theory. Um, usually, people will go, if they have, like, a 2,000 min table, they'll get two to three bottles of hard liquor. So uh, Grey Goose or tequila, something might be, it might be anywhere from $650 to $750 for a bottle of Goose. Then they'll just get three of those. They hit the minimum. A little, they'll, they'll, they'll break the minimum a little bit if, if you get three. After you hit the minimum, then it is tax tip and venue fees. So it's about 35% across Vegas. Yeah, it's so kind of a... Yes, so there, if, yeah. if you have a 2,000 min table, you are going to spend a minimum of 2,700. That's just how it goes. This is not including water bottles or Red Bulls. Always keep in mind, water bottles are not free in Las Vegas. Seeing your favorite DJ at Omnia, that might be your favorite time seeing that DJ. Yeah. It, Aoki's pretty good too, especially at Omnia. So that, yeah. that's another good act. I highly, that's highly how, recommend that's how strong out. Omnia is. Omnia is such a great venue. I even say this to my people who ask me for hip hop. I say, hip, Dre's is the best hip hop nightclub, but there's no guest list. Mm -hmm. Jewel, Tao, and if there's a headliner like DJ Mustard, Tyga, Jack Harlow or G Easy, then that's that event is gonna be hip hop. Also, oh, light nightclub as well. Oh yeah, light. Yes, sorry. Yeah, light nightclub, light daylight, and light nightclub. Yes. Um, but I also tell them if there's no big headliner that's a hip hop headliner going on that weekend, it's not a bad idea to go to Omnia and just hang out in the hip hop room. Yeah, that's a good one. Good advice right is, there too. That is not a bad idea. Like. Okay, yes, of course, if Tyga's playing somewhere, if Jack Harlow's playing somewhere, if g Easy or DJ Mustard is playing anywhere, go there. If you don't want to spend the money to go to Dre's to see whoever they have, then, and, and there's no other headliner, it is not a bad option to go to Omnia and then just go to the hip-hop room. Because for multiple reasons. First of all, their hip hop room is massive. It's like just as big as a nightclub back in your hometown. One. Yeah, that's true. Two, you get to see Omnia, which is one of the best nightclubs in, in Las Vegas. I think the only real debate is excess and Omnia. I think this is the only true debate. Which one's better? Encore Beach Club is the best day club. Dre's is the best hip hop club. These are, I think, not even debatable. Like it's just like th that those, those are the answers. I yeah. think the only time we, we are going to have this discussion of which one is the best is Excess and Omnia. I will not, that's the only time I'm not going to get, I'm not going to get mad at someone for saying Omnia is better than Excess. I think New Year's Eve, I think Omnia wins because Excess is a little too cold. It's too, it's too cold outside New Year's Eve. So uh, they have the outside open. Right. A lot of people stuck outside. So, oh shit. Yeah. So if you're, if you ask me, Omnia and Excess, New Year's Eve. Mm -hmm. I work at excess. I'm, I'm saying this, you know, like I think Omnia wins because there's going to be less people outside. Like mm -hmm. Omnia, Omnia is that good. Also another, another big reason why, why you want, might want to go to Omnia. Let's say Omnia has a Lenium that night. Yeah. Right. And you just go to the hip hop room. Now you're going to get spillover of all the Asian hot girl baddies. 
See, so you you reap a lot of benefits going to Om- Omnia hip hop hip hop room because yeah. now you're gonna get all the okay. If if Elenium or Martin Garrix or Steve Aoki is playing at Omnia, okay, there's gonna be a lot of hot girls at Omnia, okay. Porter Robinson too. He's actually coming towards EDC. Only, he only plays EDC weekend. So yeah, yeah. like but. Porter plays EDC weekend and then maybe one other festival. Like yeah. Maybe life is beautiful. Like, I mean, he's he's a one-off guy. Okay. So we're not gonna. And I wouldn't necessarily say EDC weekend is like a weekend you see a ton of girls yeah. at the nightclubs. Yeah. At the nightclubs. At the nightclubs, they all got boyfriends. Like they all came with dudes. Mm-hmm. Like there's gonna be four hotties in this group, and then there's gonna be like seven dudes with them. Like that's just how that's the EDC crowd. Like that's how it goes. That's good. Another good point too for people coming for EDC for Memorial Day, Labor Day, because it kind of has the same, uh, same type of, I guess, feel or vibe, whatever you want to call it, for the day clubs at least. Um, so, is there anything you would recommend for them? Because um, I always recommend get tickets. Like you, you can have a guest list, but well, at least with with Tau group venues, Hakusan group venues, um, it, it's it's not worth it to me to wait in the long ass guest list line. Like I'd rather just fucking buy yes. uh, the okay, ticket. Well, I okay. I I will. If you have guys and girls in your group, then I think that tickets is the move. If it's all girls, I wouldn't buy tickets still. I think that you can just go, you can just go to any club. Um, because Omnia and 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 XS and Hakasan, they all have girl lines. So girls get cut. So I don't think it's a big issue if you're all if you're an all-girl group. It's the guys and girls, the mixed groups, the three guys, three girls. They're the ones who, who, who get punished the most on super busy nights for super good events. That's, those are the people that wait the maximum amount of time. Right. So I would, I would suggest them to get tickets or just get the guys tickets and then the girls go in free and then meet up inside or vice versa, whatever. Like maybe both, maybe everyone get tickets so you, so you can show up anytime. That's another thing to keep in note. In the fine print for Hakkasan venues, they say that you got to be there before a certain time. That's fucking bullshit. They will, they will let you in at 1.15 a.m. if you have a ticket. You have a ticket, they, they accounted space for you, okay? Yeah. Like, they legally have to, like, like, they have to stop the clicker for the door, for the guest list door, at a certain amount because there were X amount of pre-sale tickets sold. So... They're, they're going to let you in. They tell you to get there early because they want you to get there early. You know why they want you to get there early? Because you spend more money at the bar. That's how yeah. they make money. But you can show up anytime you want if you have a pre-sale ticket. Mm-hmm. Like, you really, really can. Okay, there are very few situations. Excess is, well, we're never sold out of tickets, but there are very few situations we're at a door hold. Only when we're at a door hold, then you might have to wait a little bit, but you're still like the first in line because so little bit people buy pre-sale tickets. So like your line is going to be different no matter what. Like you're like, you're in a different line at the GA at XS. You're in a different line at the GA at Encore Beach Club. You're in a different line at Ami and Hakkasan, you know? Like, so if you bought tickets, you go to the front of that line because there's not a lot of people in that line. If you show up late, you're getting in. Like, don't worry about that. That's when you can go to two places at once. Let's say you girls, they bought like 
you bought like five tickets for your group of girls and then you realize later, oh shit, it's already free. Now you can go to Tao and go to an open bar for an hour and then take an Uber to Omnia and see Elenium at one, you know? Yeah. That's that's when it that's when it works because you can show up anytime now. You already got tickets. Yeah, but I would still recommend not buying tickets. You don't need to buy tickets, like it's free. Okay. And so in wrapping it up, I do want to add one more a couple more things, I guess. Um, other than obviously the nightlife and stuff like that, what are some good because I'm a big food person. So is there any re- uh, restaurants you recommend going to? Like uh, some people yeah, like Hell's, Hell's Kitchen. Like I, I would go just for Ooh. the experience of it. But I mean, I wasn't too. <laughs> what, what do you think of it? I, I wasn't a big I, fan of Hell's Kitchen, to be honest. I actually write this down um, on my restaurants. I have a restaurants like template that I save. Mm-hmm. This is this is the list. Catch, Beauty and SX, Zuma, Nobu, Tao, Carbone. Cassie Beach, STK, SW, Mayfair, Mayfair at the Bellagio, slept on, super slept on. If you want to spend a lot of money on a dinner, this is a very, very underrated restaurant at the Bellagio. Um, Hell's Kitchen, the only popular restaurant that I don't recommend is Hell's Kitchen. I think that everything there is very whatever. Like, yeah mediocre mid you know? like you know you know when guys say mid <laughs> yeah, yeah oh it's like such an insult right like when <laughs> when girls are like mid and then the guys yeah. say oh mid like yeah. that is hell's kitchen mid like it's i would recommend good. burger at least like like burger, if you want to go to a Gordon Ramsay restaurant yeah burger's good uh i would definitely not better. fish um, and chips I don't, there's, a, there's a lot of good restaurants in vegas man vegas has some of the best restaurants in the world because they they fly people out they fly the best chefs from all over to open up their stuff here so vegas one, Vegas is awesome food one i would like to recommend if you like thai food is lotus Visayam. at have you been there yet best thai restaurant in Long yes Las vegas oh, lotus. fuck yes okay i will say this though <laughs> the one thing that's shitty at lotus one thing okay the pad cu and the pad kimao if you go to Lotus, you got to get the garlic prawns because that's kind of like they're, what they're known for. The crispy duck and the garlic prawns are special to Lotus. Pad Thai, awesome. Every, everything else is awesome. Other than that, in closing, if you can, in one minute or less, what is a good promoter? How do you find one? Woo. Uh, uh, okay. Promoters are people. Okay. So bad promoters they're gonna they're gonna lie they're, they're they they care about their paycheck they care about the nickel today and not the dime tomorrow you know they'll they'll lie they'll lie to you they'll say whatever it is that they need to say to you for you to check in for them tonight okay and then the good promoter the guy who's often at the venue he's he's at the venue very often he's gonna walk you guys in they'll recommend you like to not even go to their venues you know if you want hip-hop i'm not gonna tell you to go to kaigo you're yeah. not gonna have fun you are not going to have fun at my venue tonight. Just go to, go to Dre's, you know, like go to Tao, go to Tao. If they have Tyga, go, go, go to Omnia hip hop room. You know, just don't go to excess when it's Kygo. You're just not going to have fun. Well, how do people know when they found a good promoter? Okay. But how do people know? This is, this is an interesting one. Okay. This one I can answer. The answer is it's, you cannot ever know if you have a good promoter until he delivered what was promised. Um, there are promoters that are going to promise you the world. 
some of them give it to you some of them don't so that's that's the problem that's the that's the tricky part about do you have a good promoter or not the best way to go by it is if you have a referral from a friend that you trust because now you have like you know history with that friend like they they went through this person before they were good so trust your friends because you know firsthand experience from someone you personally know besides that you're gonna have to shop you're gonna have to go through this guy one day, one one trip then you're gonna have to go through this guy another trip and then a different guy another trip and then you're gonna have to make your decision after that's that's the the tricky thing about finding a good promoter it's just finding like any other good salesman you know yeah it's like finding your weed dealer you know like you know you're gonna have some some good ones some whatever ones and some shitty ones you know like yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll say there are some common attributes at minimum so a common attribute for example for uh, myself what i like doing is like you like you said asking them well what type of music do you like do you like hip-hop do you like edm and that's always what i start with first if you haven't been to vegas or if you don't know where you want to go i always start with that question um mm-hmm. i always do try to uh, respond promptly so within one minute to five minutes if possible um the only thing i ask about that for people who are listening is a lot of the good promoters they definitely are texting a ton of people they're texting people on their phone from uh, obviously um, people they've worked with already. They'll get TikTok. A lot of a lot of the current promoters are on TikTok right now, so they'll get TikTok messages and comments. Uh, they'll have WhatsApp. They'll have Instagram messages, and I even get Facebook messages as well, even though I don't right. use it that much often. So right. if you guys if you guys can be patient with us, if we do take a little bit longer, and plus, I mean, just our day to day stuff. Like I'm I'm always in the gym, or I'm fucking hiking with my dog, or you right. know. <laughs> something so but there's, there's yeah like i mean there's hundreds of messages being answered all the time yeah like and and then like i might talk to i might talk to a hundred people a weekend think about how many messages back and forth that is with each individual person and each you know? platform too man like instagram yes. well i mean i just try to funnel all the platforms like, to, to text but uh, yes but you are you are message like i try not to have the full conversation on instagram or on tiktok i just tell them don't message me on tiktok like just just text me or dm me on instagram that's the game as well right like if 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 a promoter doesn't respond back quickly then they're gonna text another promoter yeah which is fine you know like um it but it's all part of the process of finding a good promoter you know like you know yeah if, if you have if you have one or two really good contacts in las vegas then especially all girl groups you guys will get in everywhere for free you guys get really hooked up and then you guys just have fun you don't have to worry about anything you know like you you get all your options uh also listen to them oh god yeah don't show up at at 2 a.m or text them at 2 a.m when we told you be in before 1 a.m and be like hey is guest list still on it's like oh my god to all the listeners most guest lists okay all guest lists if not if not all guest lists most guest lists end at 1 a.m so and the only way promoters get paid is if you check in for us okay so we get paid by you guys checking in to the club so we win you win everybody wins if you show up on time you show up at 105 nobody wins so oh, we, we get it too it's vegas you're gonna go out you're gonna have you know you have other plans you, you know you're already drinking having a good time at a bar um, but right. just we get yeah, it. Just, but they just don't keep get this in mind. Straight. Yeah, yeah. Just no, keep it in mind for everybody straight. coming. I want to say fifteen to thirty percent of people show up late. So, um, and then if it's like a lot of traffic on the strip, 
you know, like they can show up even later, you know, so. So last question, what do you think is the most difficult thing about being a Vegas promoter? Because I'll say for me, it's, it's definitely the fucking sleep because I'm naturally a night owl, but I've learned to be learned to like waking up early in the morning and being productive. But it clashes because it's like if I go to sleep, if, if I wake up early, I probably don't want to go to like out at night. And then you have people messaging at 10, 11, 12 o'clock. And I'm already like hella fucking tired. But right. it, right. I so, I mean, that's probably the biggest thing for me is, is that the, it's it's no sleep. People messaging you mm. all day, all night. But yeah, what do you, what do you think I is think, the biggest problem? Oof, if it's if it's not texting all day, mm-hmm. I mean, that's probably the thing I hate the most about promoting texting so much i'm okay with the sleep becoming a promoter the first year is the hardest money that's true yeah that that's most people quit the first two months or three months because one it's not for everybody it's like cold call sales you know the first time i promoted ever you know like this guy was teaching me how to promote this guy fred and then he said okay you gotta go talk to those girls over there i'm like oh fuck well what do i say you know like you just you know like you don't know what the fuck you're doing you know you're just like uh hey um uh excuse me ladies um do you guys want to go to excess tonight like i mean it, it, it it's it's gonna feel so weird and not every guy can do that you know not every person can do that walk up to strangers and talk to them and then convince them to come to your club like that's that's definitely something that it's it takes a type of personality for you to to gravitate towards, right? I would say there's a couple of things about being a, a hard being a promoter. People that are asking me about getting into promoting, don't promote if you wanna do it for money. In the beginning, the money really sucks, but the longer you've been in the game, the better your money gets because your network is gonna grow. That's one thing. But what I hate the most about promoting is texting all the time. That is what I hate the most about it. You're kind of a slave to your phone. That's true, man. You're you are a slave to your phone. Like I'll be at dinner with my friends, my good friends from like Hawaii or whatever. I'm up, I'm just at dinner with them on a Friday or Saturday night before going out to the club tonight. And I have to, I have to answer my phone. Like I have to text. I have to be rude in a sense to my friends. You know, like we're like mid-conversation. And then I have to go like this. I have to pull my phone out send them confirmation texts, blah, 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 like get them straight because it's for tonight, right? Like they're trying to get on the list right now. Like they're, they're pulling up right now. So yeah. having to be on your phone, you are kind of a slave to your phone. So that I don't like, but everything else, I mean, we didn't really talk about the things that we do like. I mean, being a promoter in Las Vegas might be the most fun job for a single dude in his late 20s early 30s i say even even early 20s man i wish i would have started when i was fucking 21 being here in vegas for sure for sure okay yeah actually for a single dude let's just say single dude (laughs) in general yeah just a single single dude i cannot think of a more fun job okay if you like going to parties if you like going to nightclubs concerts man because these fucking shows are concerts You're right. They they are they are they are they are a blended concert of a nightclub. That 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 is really what it is. So, if you like music, if you like EDM music or hip hop, if you like partying, 
if you like dancing, if you like girls, you're gonna love this job, man. Like it's just really, really fun. Like it's I cannot think of a more fun job. Like instead of you know, you know those emails that you gotta answer in your cubicle if you have a nine to five, mm -hmm. these emails are DMs from girls. Yeah, you know, like so now it's we'll like send you pictures sometimes. <laughs> like yeah, this is our group. It's, it's exciting. It's exciting. Yeah. Like, we're coming next week, you know, like, all right, who, who are you coming with? You know, like, just let me look, you know, like it's, it's, it's always going to be intriguing to a guy. Very, very fun job. I highly recommend it. All right. Man. Other than that, um, I guess I would like to say an ending. Uh, if you guys need a promoter, reach out to us. Don't be afraid to talk to us, message us, ask us all the questions that you need, because I think that's another key of being a good promoter is we want to answer the questions that you have. Even if some of them are repetitive, which is why I did want to do this podcast with you, because we do get asked a lot of the same questions all the time. So I do, right. I do hope this helps. And uh, other than that, uh, where can people find you, Norman? Uh, Instagram. Um, Instagram or TikTok. Norman J. Las Vegas. Is that both of them? Same thing? Uh, yeah, I do Norman J. underscore Las Vegas. Okay. All right. So follow him. He's been in the industry for a long time. Really well-known promoter. Uh, a lot of fun too, man. Like you do costumes and stuff whenever you go out and all that. Like <laughs> a bunch of crazy stuff, um, always dancing. Silly, <laughs> silly, silly promoter. Yeah. But other than that, yeah. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Appreciate you and uh, take care, everybody.